on your skin No one else can feel it for you Only you can let Okay, you're going on a different pitch And it's kind of like fucking me Feel the rain on your skin No one the rest is still so that is an amazing example <laughs> of the lag on zoom fucking us up again it's not letting us both sing well that would have been a, perf- Cause, a perfect because i know i was hitting a fifth i know i was hitting a fifth harmony above you and um yeah you can all blame that on zoom because that would have been perfect me so mad right now fucking about to flip my airplane computer that's so loud oh i'm pretty pissed because i was actually like i did have a split second in my head where i was like whoa did that part actually sound really good that i just did and then kind of i I fucked it and then you were sort of high and it was yeah you got scared it's like when uh, anytime i've tried to like pretend if i was going to be a drummer and it's like i I can't do the one beat on one side and the other beat on the other side well it's like uh double dutch you you, as a harmonist you gotta jump in but when you're the person that's already in as the first double dutch you gotta keep your cool honey you gotta keep dutching right they say yeah keep dutching i Nah, me me brain not big enough, mate. Ooh, that's a really good keep dutching or uh von Dutch and carry on. Du- uh von on and Dutch on D- Dutch on. Von Dutch and carry on. Uh, ah, whatever. Whatever. It's done. Welcome to thirty grand. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You're leaving the you house. Going? You gotta grab a hat. You go, yeah. Are we going Dutch on this? You grab your Von Dutch. Your friend? goes are we going double dutch on this <laughs> grabs their <laughs> when two when two girls from 2004 are walking down venice beach with double their du- von they're double dutch, dutching von dutch <laughs> von dutch hats that's double dutch that's my <laughs> double dutch um okay welcome to 30 going on 13 this is the hashtag award-winning hashtag campod awards podcast for best comedy series every time now for the rest of the podcast <laughs> uh we are here i'm maddie foley i'm staring at my beautiful co-host her name is dun 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 live call whoa feel that energy we're big we're bold tonight and we are 30 going 13 together and together we chat about stuff from the 90s the 2000s when we were teens but guess what do the math folks now we're in our 30s and so what the heck we're doing a walk down memory lane and talking about all this stuff but through an adult's lens huh is that is that a podcast you've ever heard of ever the answer is yes there are many of them but no one does it quite like us is what i'd like to say so today we're gonna be talking about the hills but before we do talk about the hills we are gonna probably chat about ourselves for 45 minutes and then chat about the hills for six minutes (laughs) so um let's dive in do you have any housekeeping i got nothing Oh, I think I have. Well, I have one thing. It's a stand up bit that I wanted to try out Um, and it's called. Okay, so I got a personal trainer and it's not what you think. It's not like cool, like Marvel trainer. Are we in the bit? No, this isn't the bit. This is like explaining the bit. This is is the the context that we need. This is the funniest part of the bit. Understand the bit. Okay. Yeah. So the bit kind of is going like this. So I'm going on stage. I'm going, hey, guys, I got a personal trainer. Um, 
get too scared, start puking, don't want to be on stage anymore. It's tiny. There's only four people there. I still want to leave. And then that's how it ends. No, the bit is... The anyone, bit, the bit, the bit goes. The anyone bit goes, here make New Year's resolutions to circle in the gym? Get too scared, leave that's true. puking, crying, asking your friends if you did okay. How was my stand-up set? That's all you managed to get out. Um, no, my my bit is people. People are always talking about how they love having affairs with personal trainers. Like everyone always be having a. You know how people be having affairs with their personal trainers all the time. And then I go, well, that, and then I go, and then I put the mic to the audience. They go, yeah, we have heard that. I go, well, that's crazy to me because yesterday I pissed myself doing a squat. And the last thing I was thinking about is um, doing an affair with my personal, is doing sex with my personal trainer. Uh, My my personal trainer is seeing me at my worst, pissing myself during a squat. Uh, I don't think she's the person I'm going to be having sex with. (laughs) (laughs) so it kind of goes like that and then so for another three and a half minutes i do fumble through that i like that bit and then and then i come off stage i get the light but i miss it because i'm too nervous and then i come off stage have a drink and go home oh oh, okay can i can i pitch um Punch it up, please. Yeah. yeah, can I punch it up? Oh, can you be a white guy at the bar that comes up after unsolicited? Hey, hey, that was a really cool set. Um, yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I just had a couple, um, a couple no. ideas for you. Kind of help oh, you. Kind of help you with that. Oh, you have um, notes. Okay, sure. Yeah. So, so when when you say, um, so I don't, I don't think she'll she'll be wanting to have sex with me. Um, yeah. Unless she's into golden showers. More like golden puddles. More like golden baths. Or that. More like golden... Unless she's into golden showers. Okay. I love that bit. And kind of cute, eh? That actually reminds me that I kind of have a bit. Well, I want to hear it. Because you're getting back into stand-up, it's more of everyone. A, it's no, been announced. This is, but this is interesting. This is more of a, a sketch. Oh, okay. Slash more. Oh, you're gonna of, do a sketch uh, on a podcast. A, a pitch of a character idea. Okay, a pitch of a character, a character trait. Okay. Um, because because uh, here's here's the here's the preamble for mine. The context you need. Yeah, you're on stage and there is ten people uh, watching at, you. Okay, so guys, I'm stepping out of the set. We're just having a normal conversation. Let me mm-hmm. tell you some information first. Let's hear the context. Uh, do you know Galleria Mall at yeah. Dufferin and Dupont? Yeah. Or as Joel insists on saying, Dupont. And Dupont. So, Dupont. <laughs> um, at Galleria Mall, they are in the process of building a massive condo situation that yes, is I meant do know to be this. sort of a Liberty Village style community. I'm already making a face. So now I'm stepping. So that's the context. Oh, okay. Wait. So I'm still I'm still outside of the bit, and I'm saying yeah. to you, um, there was a brief period of time where we were investigating what it would look like to uh, look into a pre-built of the, the, these condos. Let's hear it. So uh, stepping back in, here's mm-hmm. a pitch. Imagine because i'm already laughing every every time we go to the grocery store i see it 
as it's I see it as they're working on it yeah and say so imagine if we had bought one of those Mm -hmm. and kind of every day I sort of insist on sort of kicking back watching the guys as they're working on my condo and sort of no oh not over over here a little bit more to the left so so it is still kind of a giant hole and they're they're very in the beginning stages but imagine if I'm kind of surveying every day sort of watching them as they work on my um unit of my one singular unit in a giant multiple condo building situation and they're asking you who are you and you're saying i'm the fucking owner i'm sorry nice work guys let's pick it up though why are you here let's pick up the pace i own this i see that little square over there i'm an owner so yeah i'm gonna be watching uh i love that sort of character trait or character or sketch idea Uh, yeah i think if that was in a tv show that would be your wild card character and that would just be sort of one of many kooky things they do yeah i'm imagining like lawn chair it's like kramer it's very kramer kramer would do this yeah it's very um honestly me when i was unemployed and that remember i told you when i was really unemployed and i thought about going to church just for something to do no you haven't shared that i didn't want to go to church i just wanted to go to like church events to do just to have something to do i had no friends they'd all left the city and i had no job actually and sean didn't live here darkest detail you've ever actually told me that is that to me is the epitome of you at your absolute lowest that was my origin story for basically learning about cults and protecting myself from them um from coming at me because i was i was going somebody told me they went to a church bake sale and i was like maybe i'll start looking into that because no one's gonna fucking question and i can be around people that's how lonely i was so anywho, um, I don't know why I disclosed that again. Am I looking for salvation? Am I looking for forgiveness? I don't know. But um, all that to say, I think that's a great pitch. And as long as you never tell anyone about that thing I just said about church, then we'll give you the funding for your idea. We love that. I have we a show. It. Yeah, you have a show. We gave you half hour. Nice. Half hour based on that. Um Okay, the other little housekeeping is... Okay, and I did just open a fucking note on my phone that just says podcast. There's nothing else. Oh, oh I have a fast I've food. got one. Okay, come on in. Um, I got to get... Um, because I was with a... I was in the neighborhood with someone with a car. Oh, and take me we, everywhere yeah yeah so we were out at yorkdale we were whoa we were all about town shout out it was grace mcclure and um yeah that's anyway huge. i went to california sandwiches and um where's that eggplant gosh, better yeah. be on the menu <laughs> so thank god as you guys will all remember they were out of stock the last time joel and now, i went to go order and they thank god had eggplant and i ordered an eggplant parmesan sandwich to perfect take home, brought joel one home that's nice that's really a nice, nice. i know that was really nice and um i just sent you a picture sorry that's for my next topic don't worry about don't worry about it don't worry about oh, it you're <laughs> yeah and so 
two things about California sandwiches. Yeah, it's where you and Joel had your first date seven years ago. No, I'm not going to talk about that. Although I'm sure well, I already said it. everyone would love to hear about that again. No, two things that are fresh of mind. One, the heft of those sandwiches is actually like something that should be disconcerting to someone as you're eating it. It's like this thing that weighs 45 pounds in my hand. Yeah. I'm about to put that in my body. I should be worried. It does have that thing of like you stand in a mirror and you hold it up against you and you're like, whoa, this is like, like I'm adding on inside of me. Yeah. You know, know when a mom's like, they hold their baby and they're like, I can't believe this was inside of me. (laughs) It's that, but make it. (laughs) (laughs) And two, I foolishly forgot to ask for which honestly i don't even think it should be something someone has to ask for it should just be automatic but i forgot to ask for sauce on the side when you're taking it to go and yeah that while the sandwich was still amazing i don't particularly love that i have to eat it in 0.2 milliseconds just to it's like running away from an incoming tsunami yeah, you know, I'm on the beach. Lot. I'm facing a seventy-five thousand foot tidal coming at me, and I'm running. Yeah, it is so true. Like eating a California eggplant sandwich is like a tsunami. In that, in that, that thing is going to be slop city central in about two seconds. You have to absolutely down it. If you don't like unwrapping it it's not like you're unwrapping a sandwich it's soup. you're kind of holding it like a bowl <laughs> handmade bowl and tin foil like this and you're kind of just <laughs> taking bites at random um yeah it becomes medieval quite quickly actually well a little tink, a, a little here's tincture. a crazy detail joel couldn't eat his for an hour why and he ate it did he go swimming? Was he about to go swimming? I, I, honestly, I couldn't even look because I was scared of what would become of it at that point. I, I will say, and this isn't, I don't like to do gender stuff, but boys are, boys do be different with sandwiches. Okay, boys do be different. My, my boy is very different. There's a place called, I won't put it on blast, but they make sandwiches that, frankly, it's, it's too much. They're, it's this thick. It's a the bread is thin and then it's meat 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 and I sound like Roadrunner but I'm saying meat not meat Arby's so you're talking about Arby's it's Arby's kind of times five even and put in the put in the veil of like a Toronto hip cool place and it is literally like biting into a pig's leg it's so thick like it's absolutely (laughs) fucking vile but this guy loves it he ain't got no problem he'll leave it in the fridge he'll get a little bit kind of like cold and sogs sog okay and then he'll have no issue and i i'm like there are there are rules to sandwiches that you're not following right now okay uh women boys are from boys are women are from venus Boys are from men have penis. <laughs> Boys do be different, guys. Like, I could. My boy never. is different. No, my boy's different. Ugh. Okay, another one. TV corner. I've got. Are you, are you watching Fargo season five? Have not watched that yet. Is, must is must is John Hamm in it? Yes. Okay. The amount of times I have said to Joel, "Hey." 
is there a new season of Fargo with John Hamm in it? I swear I saw an ad for it. And every time has been like, he doesn't know what I'm talking about. And I'm like, did I dream that? Fargo season five absolutely has John Hamm in it. And it is so fucking good. It is so easily the best season of Fargo, the TV show. It's absolutely incredible. You have to watch it. Where are you watching that? Apple. Oh, so fucking good. That's so crazy. I've been all over Apple's ass the last two days and that has not come across my desk on there. It might be the Paramount Plus subscription. That's going to be the problem. I would say Apple is the worst offender for these necessary add-on subscriptions. Yeah, of course. It's, um, well, that one app is telling me I don't have Paramount Plus, and the other one's telling Uh, me I do. Okay. And that that pisses me off. sends me into a a frenzy. Same. Of course. Um, Don't tell me I don't have something when I do. That, to me... You know, also their their greatest, most brilliant trick of all, which uh-huh. is how I ended up with two new subscriptions this week, because they got me over a barrel. Um, is when they say, "Yeah, yeah, come in, little girl. Here, oh, try it here's for a, a little month. crumb. Here's a little crumb. You can listen or watch one episode of this thing, and and you do. Yeah, of and, course. And then they say, stop right there." You can't come for any further in in unless you pay us five ninety nine. In my goddamn brain, let's just go back to cable. Let's get rid of streaming. Let's just go back to cable. I'll just have all the channels. I don't I don't wanna keep splicing everything up. You can watch one episode of Fargo on Apple. Episode two is only on Crave, though. And then episode three and four. <laughs> the amount of times we've talked about this is crazy. Ah! I ha- guys, I have BritBox as of yesterday. I That's paid huge. for Wondery the other day for Wondery podcasts. Plus subscribers. It's like, Wondery Plus subscribers can enjoy I all our episodes it, for free. I, I also hate myself for for engaging well you can only hear that fucking ad so many times wondery plus subscribers can enjoy our content for free log into the wondery app at wondery.com do you do a thing for that no but i I can but i should um Um, okay i have another one my friend mark s shared the funniest fucking commercial from the 2000s it is about shredded cheese i don't remember if you remember this they're shredded into clumps and it's called it's called craft crumb believables so it's crumbs of cheese instead of shred and the guess the song that plays for crumb believable guess the song from coyote your crumb believable <laughs> I was pissing my fucking pants out this commercial. I gotta send it to you. You're, you're crumb believable. Oh my fucking! Okay, they that's get funny. They get a dead on impersonator to sing that part too. So it's it's actually like really high quality music production value. Like he's literally like you're crumb believable. Oh, oh and it's about fucking shredded cheese from the two thousands. I absolutely needed to discuss that what? and th- i need to share it it's someone, so fucking funny why would someone want cheese in that format don't know don't know crumb of cheese maybe for those 
Um, I don't want to say welfare nachos, but that for is all what... you crumbelinas out there. <laughs> this one's for all you crumbelievably awesome people. <laughs> um, I don't want to say welfare nachos. That is the term I saw on the internet by the children, <laughs> which is you get those just the tostitos, just a brick of marble. Um, I could see crumbelievables help being helpful there, but I really don't think anything else. Love. This product to me is in the on the same on shelf hat. with like the a purple ketchup. Yes, a squeeze it's bottle. Of, it's just for funsies. So yeah, it's it's a it's a fun. It's a seasonal. It's a novelty. It's a there ain't much going on. Yeah. Yeah, um, but anywho, you are crumbelievable. You're so crumbelievable. Um, so I do need to send that to you. It made me piss. And then I was going to talk about Nanolan, but maybe we'll just save that for we next week. We only have, so we're on a clock. We're on, we're on a ticking. Yeah. We've got a As world. any good screenwriter knows. Yeah. It, you you tell me. I don't, I don't, I'm not a good screenwriter. You want characters to be facing a, t- a, t- a ticking clock. Yeah. Yeah, there's got to be a, uh, a ticking clock. T- a, ticking a ticking clock. Time bomb. Ticking time and bomb. today we have that. Uh, yeah, a guild we have this on our asses. We have it in the form of a World of Warcraft guild that is needing the private recording studio that we record out of. And they've got a wizard staff to our heads. Let's just say they've got raids tonight that you know you don't know what items are going to be dropping and so you know for us mere mortals <laughs> we uh we bow down we have to surrender the room so let's dive into the hills with that being said because my boyfriend needs the den for his world of warcraft guilds i am putting him on blast he can get blasted right to the past with uh with his guild okay so the hills so hills you guys know hills they did 2006 to 2010 that was literally the years i was in high school and the problem with the hills for me as a high school hooligan was that i was really trying to be i was really trying to straddle i want everyone to like me but i also kind of want to be alt but i also want to be a popular cool girl so the hills was a little bit too hashtag basic for me not that I wouldn't have enjoyed it, but that my image and my identity would have been, you know, she's a bit basic. That girl's a bit basic if I was into the hills. And we all know my whole you, like, my you, whole identity was crafted from a bird's eye view in high school. Nothing I did was authentic. It was fully, um, it was crafted like a little cobbler in a workshop. It was fully decisions based on not what I liked, not what I wanted, but what I wanted to be perceived as so the hills was i i osmosis like knew everything but i did not watch every week because you couldn't because as we all know in high school you have to wear a lanyard with a placard that shows do you watch the hills or do you not yeah and Uh, you couldn't openly no show people no i had to i had to kind of be like when people were talking but i'd be like i'd have to kind of go who's audrina what's her name audrelina oh oh cool <laughs> just to kind of show yeah i'm kind of alt i'm kind of alt but i but i did watch laguna beach so i don't 
Hmm. You know, double th- standards. Yeah, I. And if that got out, that would have been really bad news for me, for my image as a politician in my high school. Um, well, well, I guess I'm kind what of was the your biggest punk rocker it? of all because I watched it, didn't care who knew it. Yeah, that is and really. That's kind of the most anti-establishment kind of cool you could do. Okay, well, I feel like you're. Um, bu- you feel like you're bullying me, even though I was very open and honest earlier, and I feel like <laughs> my therapist would say. When you're open and honest, if people are still mean to you, walk away. So um, I just want to point that out that you are being a bit of a um, a bit of a Spencer Pratt when I'm just trying to be a bit of a Lauren LC Con- Lauren Conrad. Uh well, I'm more of a Whitney you're cooler than me obviously you're cooler um, than me we all know it you can say it we all know you're cooler than me I obviously watched this because I was a massive Laguna Beach head so of course I'm gonna watch the hills I don't have the same um unabashed just, naivete love for well it. yeah like I don't have the same sort of wholehearted love feeling towards it yeah you were growing up you're growing up well, you're yes, putting your barbies away complicated relationship yeah. i'm putting the barbies away and also like you know we're losing all the you know i would never have said lauren is my favorite yes and <coughs> from yes. so that's kind of like a big sort of elephant in the room is like yeah i don't think anyone would consider lauren to be sort of the stand the ll the leading the favorite, lady the, the sort of standout star who who we need this girl to get a spinoff well that's so interesting you freaking say that olivia because friggin um that's what a lot of people at mtv said too according to eonline.ca 17 shocking secrets about the hills a lot of people at mtv said why the fuck are we following lauren why wouldn't you <laughs> want to follow Kristen or even steven my god uh but okay, at, at, i would have loved okay i would love those co-workers okay. you're a pretty you're a pretty you're a i should have worked there yeah series creator adam when De- i was a teenager an intern on the this show <laughs> full circle <laughs> Adam DeVello said, you know what? I knew that she was going to be a star. They didn't know she was going to be the most outspoken. You, She was the one audiences connected with the most. So when he says that, I actually think you're wrong. I think you randomly got lucky that people like Laguna Beach so much. And I think the other characters... I'm like, did her dad pay them? Because <laughs> she was kind of considered the richest of all of them, I think. Uh, well, I, in Laguna, well, the dad was involved actually because um, Adams said, "Listen, you're gonna fall down, you're gonna get up a hundred times in L.A. We just want to be there when it happens, so let us come along." That was the sell I gave to her parents before I sold it to her because, of course, I met with Lauren's parents first. Oh, that's very interesting. I don't like. I don't want to hear I that. To, <laughs> I hate to get my tinfoil hat out, but that that is is suspicious to me. That's groomy love. Uh, I would really like your daughter to do this. And out of respect, I sat with them and told them the story. Lauren came to the door twenty minutes later, and we pitched it to her. 
So a producer and her two parents pitched having a faux reality TV show. I can't even do enough quote, 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 follow her around. Imagine walking God, into a I room. I wish I could just be in my house and literally just fall into the kitchen into a pitch of someone giving me a show. If I walked into a room, my parents were with a producer, I'd be fucking scared, love. Uh, okay, another fun fact. Apparently, Lauren's original friendships were genuine. Dot, dot, dot. One OG star was cast. Audrina casually swimming up was no accident. Yeah, because it's not a reality show. This is literally scripted television <laughs> filmed as a reality show. Um, that was okay. The other things are just the cast didn't make money. Lauren and Heidi actually hate each other. Pfft, whatever. Who gives a fuck? All that to say, the one thing I do remember from this is at the very end when the thing falls down and it's like, this was all fake. Um, that was a huge deal for a lot of people in my cohort because they really were under the impression this was a true reality TV show. Now, how did you I... feel about it at the time? really don't remember what you're talking about so i guess at the end someone please correct me if you're if i'm talking about another show but i'm 99.9 percent of the hills the the set falls down revealing this was all fake in the very final episode of the hills like the final final finale it's like to be like you guys saw this as reality tv well it's actually all f- scripted and it's like guitar sting and then lauren walks away and I remember that being like, how could they betray? Like the the sentiments at school were like, how could they have betrayed us like this? And said for six seasons, this was a reality TV show. You're I. You're not remembering this. Need to go back. Okay, this is not ringing any bells for me. Okay, either I block that out, or it's a mad woman speaking to you through a laptop, <laughs> and it really could be that. I mean, but I also um. Like, did you, when you watched it, did you think it was reality? I don't know what kind of people you were kind of hanging out with. They were fucking betrayed. I really, at that point, didn't feel, like, Laguna, even though you knew, like, a lot of things were contrived, it did feel more authentic. It felt way more a reality show. Whereas this felt staged from the get-go. It's a full TV show. And I don't, I always felt like that when I was watching it. See, so that's I think because you're smart and so some of the people I was with they for six seasons believed it was reality tv even though we have exterior shots of them we have close-ups on a pen in this shot it's like why the, imagine a cameraman setting up for that like it's not reality we have like the all the people involved are like clearly actors like it's so like silly uh, but I had people that really believe this is reality and the big thing about it was they were like how the fuck could they have done that to us that was such a betrayal that was so be- I watched for six seasons thinking it was reality like it was that vibe and what did they go on to do a lot of them don't have Instagram I mean with jobs. and moved away really really far two or three oh. of them moved away really far one of them is untraceable. So, well, actually, I guess they're all kind of untraceable. untraceable. Hmm. Hmm. Untraceable. Oh, yeah. 
They're all untraceable. Interesting. You know what the crux of the issue with the Hills was? What? Why I don't think, aside from the fact that it was so crassly staged, <laughs> yeah. um, was that I, I really don't feel like, uh, outside of Whitney, you really had anyone to root for there's no one that you had kind of they all suck lovable you know it's like what am i rooting for fondness towards any of these people like like truly so many of these people were so insufferable and rich like and don't work why am i rooting for rich people who don't work to just get more rich you know on laguna it's like of course these are wealthy spoiled kids but there was something you know funny kind of you know well that was like a voyeur peek into the life of rich la kids this is like they are in starting to go in their 20s and they're struggling and it's like no they're not no they're not you know well and they're like openly talking about being pieces of shit totally spoiled brats and their apartment is like their apartment like them getting excited for an apartment i don't know there's just they're unlikable like every twist and turn like we start out we're and they they have lauren has elsie's gotta get voiceover training if she does not get it i'm not going to continue watching it but her voiceovers are always sounds congested I know. I was like, does she have a cold in this episode? This is so 2000s. The the shots we're getting of L.A. It's like orange side of building with those red brick on top. Then okay. we get palm tree, then blue <laughs> you sky. You know what I noticed? That's, I thought it was so funny. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, I feel like they've made such a meal out of. And it was so like monumental and iconic to see this image of her. In her little convertible. No. Putting her pink suitcase. No. In the back and driving to LA or whatever. <sighs> and watching it back, I'm like, why for the shot that you clearly want to set it so up meaningful? Yeah. That you're like, this is Lauren embarking yeah. on her new adventure. Yeah. We just see her driving down the least scenic it's not that most construction road totally that has a literal porta potty on it it's not that big one with the palm tree everyone drive down it's, it's not like, that famous one this whole fucking thing anyway could we not have gotten her driving down a, a beautiful kind of coast or some shit yeah like at one point in that shot a construction worker comes out of the porta potty and he's like i just took a shit a huge dump he's like there's not enough toilet brown (laughs) there's not enough toilet paper in here good (laughs) luck in la lauren lauren as she goes past it stinks weird it stinks weird she overhand tosses a toilet paper roll to him (laughs) like i'm like okay guys we know you set this up like but why are we getting a better shot i'm also i'm also so mad at like this is a scent okay and this is honestly this is my second city training showing uh i'm so mad that these kids clearly aren't doing groundlings they're clearly not doing ucb they're clearly not doing second city improv because their improvisational skills 
are absolutely horrid. Guys, I don't think we have a script for this, but I know we have. Okay, this is a scene where you say this to Heidi. So just go in, pretend you're chilling, and then you have to get to this line to say that to Heidi. That's how that whole thing is filmed. It's like, let's spice things up. Let's get some yes ands going. Oh, I'm a Lauren and I'm a doc. I'm Lauren and I'm a doctor and I'm here to do a rectal exam on you. Yes, you are my doctor. And can I get a a suggestion from the audience? Come on, I want to see improv. If it's improv, I want to see improv. Uh, but instead, yeah, they toss these, oh, these get them some lessons. A class or two. Instead, you get instead you get Lauren walking up to Heidi at the pool, going, oh, "Busy day, huh? Nice. Oh, this pool is so cool. I love it. Listen, let's go. I want to see my apartment. Come on." It's like also, ugh. her disdain for Heidi immediate is so clear. To watch it back, you're like. She fucking hates oh, her. Oh my god, it was such a big deal when they when they cuz I remember that being such a big deal when the friendship fractured. They're no longer friends. They hate each other now. And watching this back, the pilot episode of this thing, you're like, she fucking hated this, this girl from the start. These girls hate each other. She, she can't stand her. No. No, not at all. It's actually so hard. Like they don't know how to act and that but they also have to pretend it's not scripted. But there are moments where you can tell, like, Lauren rolls her eyes and shit all the fucking time at Heidi. And it's just like, now you've just created a really uncomfortable scene for me to watch where I don't know what I'm watching. Um, Also, too, uh, I was really... Also, Lauren is so painfully unfunny. No No one has this fucking scent of charisma on this show. And I know I sound like an old adult. Not fun, not cool, not hip. (laughs) you know because the kids love the hills these days but i none of these people have a single likable quality why the fuck am i watching a show where they i am being brought back to the fact that in this first season heidi was actually likable you really don't see it in this episode but i i am being brought back to a time where you loved Heidi. You you did root for her at certain points, and uh, I've never really felt that no, with Lauren. No. And uh, obviously, Heidi is a far cry from who she used to be. But um, this whole thing- yes, I I would say again, the only person who's even remotely nearing the mark, mm-hmm. Whitney. Yeah. Well, of. And it's a she's, the bar is she's low. She's got more of a presence. The bar is low, low, low. She's got more of a. She's easily the most likable. Yeah, that's a word. I that's a word you could for sure use. Um, but I but it's like she was always my favorite. We even go into this interview for fucking Teen Vogue oh. internship, and oh she God. sounds so fucking stupid. She that she's the interviewer is like do you want to write do you know how to write lauren's like i love writing like that is literally how she sounds i was like okay okay they're setting her i was like they're setting her up to not get this job and it's going to be her first failure of course because i was like there's no fucking way that she would get a job based on this interview please please do a little reenactment this this is the and and you know the woman interviewing her she's a bit daunting intimidating she's a bit stern 
She goes, do you, do you write? And Lauren kind of, <laughs> the way she sort of says uh. it is as if like, like, oh, if only you knew my right. She goes, yeah. And, she uh. goes, and, and then the woman goes, yeah, oh, good? Like, as in, do you write good? And, and Lauren goes, uh, well, I, I like to write. And then, and, and then, uh, and I swear to God, my mom used to come in when I'd watch shows like this and go, "Ugh, what the fuck are you watching? And I get it now. Cause I'm, I was watching this. I was checking the time, not out of boredom, but out of sheer, what cringe. the fuck am I watching? It's okay, like, I'm the, watching wo- the like, woman going, um, it's like, I'm watching a bean sprout, a plant. It's so <laughs> boring. She goes, she goes, why teen Vogue? Watching Lauren fumble through an explanation of why Teen Vogue is so painful. She's like, well, I've read Vogue for years, but why Teen Vogue? Because, like, that's where Teen Vogue is, like, that's where I go for my ideas. And, And also, you have the fashion, but then every issue, everyone has an issue that faces teens that is the dumbest fucking (laughs) sentence idea and then they made a fucking show around a woman who is not likable really saying that it's like honestly i was having so many how the fuck did i get here how the fuck did i get here watching this like it's so she's funny even if she wasn't funny or super likable if she was like super smart and eloquent, you'd have. What some- am I rooting for? You'd have something. What am I holding to on grasp to? Oh, I got nothing here. This I feel like an elderly woman coming in and looking at an MP3 player. And I was born in 1911, and I, I'm saying, what is this thing? I don't understand <laughs> why you're entertained by it. Like it's so beyond me i mean the other thing too i'm like you know what is lauren conrad maybe the best fucking actor in the world because i know for a fact that the way they scripted this episode they said lauren when you go in you're gonna kind of do a bad job in the interview because we want to give people we want them to kind of be like did she get it did she not we don't want you to knock it out of the park and then when that phone call comes in and that guy goes you know you need way more experience but you got it we really want them to be on wow, that Shyamalan twist where he's like, yeah, the thing is, um, he really Shyamalan. We re- Oh my God. It was huge. He's like, he am knighted her. really look for like a ton of experience. And, and you know, this is a really hard, it's a really competitive thing. And you know, it's just a really, it, it's hard for people. And, and we really look for that job experience and it goes on for like 10 minutes. Then he's like, and you got the job. What? <laughs> like, and you're like, okay. Whoa, okay. my head is spinning. I know. I completely thought you didn't well, have it in the bag. You're watching it, and you've you're obviously you were just fresh off a lobotomy because there's that's the only way you'd watch this show. <laughs> um, and so drool is coming out of your mouth, and in your lobotomized brain, you are kind of going. Oh, too bad she didn't get the interview. But then in your lobotomized brain, he says she did. And you go, oh, she did get the job. And so it's kind of a crazy kooky twist. Uh, They have so many establishing shots 
in this show this style of reality is really freaking me the fuck out we're at like a restaurant all the rich boys are there one guy's like you know i work really hard i work about 40 hours a week i love that gag they're all kind of like 40 hours a week that's fucking crazy and then some then someone's like you know people have real full-time jobs right Lauren says that. Fucking kill me. <laughs> and uh, this is just filmed improv. They all need to go to Second City and yes, and each other instead of just yelling over each other. And you know what? I actually need to take that lesson too, to be honest. I love talking over people. The only time I like to talk is if it's someone is underneath me. Oh, and that was sexual. But maybe I meant it that way. Okay, we go back to the... We go over to the school where Heidi and Lauren are there. This in, These interactions... I can't they go to fashion school. They're sitting in the two chairs. It's literally. I can't wait to start going out more. Yeah, me too. But you know, with school starting, it might be hard to go out. Ugh. Yeah, school sucks. It ruined everything. Huh. Yeah, I know. It totally does. That is so brain damaging to our youth. <laughs> that is. I'd love to do a longitudinal study on those who watched The Hills. You could, you could be my first case study. I would love to pinpoint the area of your brain that has been absolutely rotted out <laughs> with interactions like that. Yeah, school will get in the way. T- shoot. School's crazy. Why the fuck am I sitting? Like, I truly would just go, why am I what? Why are we what? What's happening? Why was this entertainment? Um, I'm also going, okay question we're at fashion school how do they of course we're at fashion school this was literally my this was literally my persona in every um by the way the guild has kindly extended to 745 so we do have a little bit more time oh okay um wow thank you guild to see another day guild thank you guild for for showing mercy upon us we know that this cuts into raid time but we bow our heads um Okay, my two questions. Number one, how did they cast this show? Would they cast actors or would they actually go up to people that worked at the school and say, do you want to be on the hills? Number two is, um, well, not a question, but a comment. I'm that kid in class. This is more of a comment, actually. Um, oh, I hate that when I When I was on Habbo Hotel and I would give age, sex, location, <laughs> and job sometimes, too, oh. I would always say I was 19 years old in California studying to be a fashion editor. Huh? I never... That was your... That was your back either P- story? Either PR, public relations, magazine editor, fashion... Not into fashion. Not into fashion at all. If anything, I thought it would throw them off the scent. But that was always my... Sorry. 19 years old, California, fashion editor. Huh? Okay. Somebody basically just based the hills off of my Habbo Hotel character. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how did it, they cast it? Do you know? Do you think these are pure actors or half and half? Well, Heidi was her real friend. I'm assuming those boy, that boy was her real boyfriend and his friends. Do you think so? Like Audrina, like the thing was that condo that they lived in 
was an actual like hype house la condo where young 20 somethings would all live honestly it sounds like hell it sounds like a grown-up like university residence situation oh god well audrina was a plant they did admit that audrina was was cast well i think she lived in that condo so it was kind of like she would have been picked from that they said it was uh, i don't know what they said they said, Audrina, oh, the bitch is back. Oh, the use of tabloids. Like, they didn't seek her out. She would have been someone who just already lived in that condo. Audrina casually swimming up to the girls at their apartment complex pool was no accident, as the producers had pegged their neighbor as a cast member weeks earlier. The girls didn't know yeah. this at the time. Adam told me I wasn't allowed to go for the pool for two weeks because they wanted us to meet on camera. And what a and what a what a charismatic meeting that was too. Hi, yeah, I'm Adriana. Yeah, the, we had to, the energy. We had to keep Thank the we had to capture the energy, that, that natural uh, <laughs> chemistry for those two weeks because it was jumping wow, it was off really, the screen. It, it was really a great payoff for that. Hi, I'm Adriana. <laughs> Hi. I'm Lauren. I'm, I'm picturing her just sitting in the dark in her living room, just waiting to get out to that pool. Everyone's playing in the pool. She's standing like Batman up in the tallest part of the condo, staring down. <laughs> she wants to only the, to, to, to just come the result up. Of, this is Audrina. Hi. She, Hi. She's adopted. We're, she's our one of our friends now. Hi. Hi. So you have a job? Well, trying. Cool. <laughs> What? Who fucking cares? Who cares? Um, okay. Uh, in the, in her little fashion school meeting, the it's like a guidance <sighs> counselor, I guess, meeting situation. The guidance counselor. This woman is killing <laughs> me. She has the standout performance of everyone in this episode. The way this woman talks and her facial expressions. Now, if you told me she was someone that they sought out and cast in this role, <laughs> I would believe. Because this woman is playing the shit out of this. Well, they gave her two directions. They said, you love Lauren. And they said, yeah. Heidi's a bad egg. And so she plays those notes pretty well. Lauren, we are so happy that you have a to have you here. You have a three point six GPA. Okay, the way she's she's like, I have to tell you, we are so, so proud, proud of, of you. you. She says it as if like everyone's been talking. I was like, is this the arrival first, at the school? I was like, has she gone to? Is this her first day? You're walking in. Someone's already proud of you, huh? And also too, not to be a. Oh, Whatever. she's been the talk of the town leading up. A 3.6? Because of her 3.6. For fashion school? I'm like, uh, even though we don't work on that scale here, I'm pretty sure a 4.0 is it would be something worth... Um, yeah. A 3.6 a, a, a is not I something I've heard know. in film and television when they're talking about the, the smartest kid in school. Unle unless 3.5 was the highest. Would be the only way I'd care about a 3.6. <laughs> The other thing, too, I don't think that guidance counselors typically at a college or university sort of know all of the incoming students on a personal level um, to be proud of them. That's a, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like she, she has this background she's of known, each of them going into it. She's the, She's been studying up on their backgrounds. Yeah, she's the only 3.6 to walk into this fucking building, and they're so proud of her. 
Um, okay, also, I'd like to deliver a line reading. Yeah, of course, uh, please. So she, she made a really interesting choice as an actress for this one particular line, and I absolutely loved it. She goes, oh, so you got, and you have a an interview with Teen Vogue. And Lauren's like, yeah. Yeah, I do. She's like so smug with herself, and and then she's like that's that's incredible lauren starts to talk she goes a lot of students would hey (laughs) she she goes goes, a lot of students would pay okay liv's really delivering this really well it's actually so hard to capture audio i gotta take it back 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 to ones back to ones she goes "I, i might be giving it too much she goes a lot of students would pay wow to have an opportunity That's incredible performance and, and and that pause was authentic she really leans into that well hey for an opportunity hey like hey <laughs> I, I urge I, every actor mm-hmm. to, to, to go seek out this scene and, and watch the choice that this actor this made. is a great two-hander for a scene study class lauren and the <laughs> f-i-d-m <laughs> fucking guidance counselor we call it fit the fit in the in the in the, in the and so and the big thing too is that when she is saying that i think she's i think she's kind of sticking it to the man because if teen vogue did i you know what i think she's did doing, actually, actually let lauren tinfoil ca- tinfoil hat she's trying to tell us that lauren did pay i actually think no i actually think on top of being an incredible actress yeah She's an early day whistleblower about the Varsity Blues scandal. Oh, she's sort of tipping okay. her hat. She's giving a, I'm a, 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 hat a nod tip, a nod, a nod to twenty years the, from then. The Felicity Huffman's, ah, yes. the Lori Laughlin's, who would pay, pay for their kids to have an opportunity. Now like I am actually looking on executive producers, and yeah, it is. Fitum guidance counselor and that's actually how she's credited on that documentary about varsity scandal <laughs> wow okay um then we go over to heidi's interview and the the the, the direction given be heidi's a bad well. egg heidi's not gonna be a good student and heidi goes i just want to party and she goes oh, heidi you can't just party that's not for a while and heidi goes huh what and she goes would you work in retail and heidi goes no and I was like, damn, actually, she's okay. Honestly, she's protecting honestly, her peace. She's protecting her peace. respect for, for Heidi in this moment when she goes, now, would you consider retail sales? Heidi goes, you mean like actually working the floor and stuff? And, she, and the girl goes, yeah. She goes, mm, no, I don't think I could do that. Honestly? And, and on, yes, slow clap nod for that that's how prayer hands because the amount of times i as a team yeah. did not have the strength no and i oh I my wish god I the amount of jobs i've ended up in just because i didn't have the gumption to say no in that moment so you want to be a caterer great could you see yourself driving to sherway twice a week to do that <laughs> uh i don't yeah i should have said no like Heidi, Aritzia, I should have said when no. When Aritzia asked me in my interview, mm-hmm. if you were a flavor of ice cream, which flavor would you be? Mm-hmm. You should have said I, no. I should have in that moment 
said no no i don't think i can do that i'm not gonna do that (laughs) (laughs) and and instead i i did nail it with whatever flavor i inevitably told them probably uh mint chocolate, chocolate cookie shit. dough oh, okay. only to to then get fired from that job two months later well, so and that's probably why that is why that was your first strike <laughs> was the wrong ice cream choice <laughs> yeah that was like when that guy called me and said do you want to be a brand ambassador for the wheatgrass product that i'm selling um and you'll be paid in cash weekly um i should have said what and then he said can i have your sin number i should have said no no i did say i did say no (laughs) um (laughs) that was a very obvious scam uh okay so they have a pool at their apartment and i guess it's honestly pretty cool looking pool but it's funny to compare that la lifestyle a pool in your apartment cool we all hang out there with sort of a pool maybe in a Scarborough, Ontario apartment complex or a pool in my aunt's Markham apartment complex where you can barely use it. Uh, There's so many Band-Aids in it and so many dead moles. Um, It's barely open. It's open like two months of the year. So I was laughing, hee hee hee, comparing the... Moles the animal? Moles the animal. Moles the skin... Oh God! This pool removes your moles. That's so <laughs> crazy. Actually, I should go. I should go in that TBH. But uh, so I was just comparing their luxurious, lovely life to a life here in Canada and laughing at the difference in our apartment complex pools. Um, I'm dying at this fake ass acceptance where they tried to make it seem like she wouldn't get the internship, but then she did, and it only lasted two seconds. He was literally like in the same breath, like, yeah, usually it takes more experience, but you got it. (laughs) It was so quick. I was like, okay, why did you even why did we even try to play this? Um, Laugh my ass off. They look at each other in the waiting room, Whitney and Lauren. This is the whitest show I've ever seen where they hide in the basement with the clothes, the computers. I'm pissing. Uh, I'm also laughing i would have thought this was so professional as a kid but as an adult it's very clear they're just shoved in the back room of a basement i guess that's more of a of a comment on you know now that i'm older it's the corner office that's where everyone wants to be with the windows and you know sitting in a little basement with a dinky desk and a rinky dink rinky dink chairs little shit computers behind like seven lines of clothing i don't know i guess i wouldn't have found that glamorous but as a teen i would have found that glamorous uh as someone who doesn't have a computer job you're still finding it glamour i'm you're like they've got you're like they're sitting at work okay they're they get to sit down huge yeah that's huge that actually is really huge for me um how do we feel about having someone come in and um, judge your outfit? That feels very Aritzia coded. Um, that also feels like when you're at a restaurant that's too fancy and someone brings a jacket for one of the guys because they didn't bring one and puts in the back of the chair. Um, it's intrusive, but would I expect it from Team Vogue? Hells yeah, I would. How do you feel about it? Because I feel like you've got a thought. No, uh, I mean, I found it 
like it feels inducing like, awful. Yeah, it's absolutely um, horrible. But it feels like something Lululemon probably still fucking does. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, did they change you at Aritzia? I did take issue. Did no, they baby diaper did, change you with your clothes at <laughs> I did take issue though with it kind of felt to me like Lauren's outfit wasn't getting as much criticism and they kind of just threw that hideous jacket on. Um, when I personally, and I always felt this watching it, um, did not find Lauren stylish whatsoever. No, she has no, none. And you could tell that Whitney actually had personal style mm-hmm. and actually was into fashion. Totally. And to me, the stark contrast between the two of them was like laughable. See, um, I I get I definitely get that. I don't think. I mean, here's the thing. I'm watching it Lauren, twenty years later. Okay, it's both. Okay, it's sorry. all. I'm bad. getting on my. I'm getting on my. Yeah, but that's gonna be and, anything when you look back. And on I was it. also gonna say your bias is showing a little bit it really is coming out how much you don't like lauren and how much you do like whitney no but whitney has actually proven to be she is a fashion girly oh yeah i forget they're real intensely into yes 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 she actually is like in that and has the eye for that and is like i literally forgot they're both real people still yeah um lauren is in a nutshell a spaghetti strap tank top thick headband thick sunglasses black eyeliner to the hilt oh it's always smudged capri Capri jeans the uh, eyeliner is smudging so hard i couldn't remember what this fucking hairstyle is i called it a pompadom pompadom no pompadour what the Pomp- hell i guess so i is think you're right yeah she's that hairstyle i'm like oh my god everything about this is it's like so anti anything fashionable at all yeah it's so not like i mean it drives me nuts that she you know as someone who as a teen did fancy myself a bit of a fashion girl yes you did Lauren is like the antithesis totally. of individual. She's a style she's a lip smacker. Fashion. She's a lip smacker's commercial. She's a lip smacker's commercial. Twelve year old. I mean, the only thing I like about Lauren in this show is that she is the representation for smudged eyeliner girly, smudge underwater line <laughs> eyeliner girlies that I needed. Yeah. I needed to see that on TV. Um, okay. Also, the two blondes here. Their hair is so fucking frizzy it is so 2000s but like anyone blonde in this show has the driest fucking hair because in the 2000s none of us knew how to take care of our hair yellow yellow frizz if it's straight it's frizzed if it's curled it's frizzed and frankly it makes me want to dye my hair brown because of how fucking terrible it looks and why am i saying this we hate most of others so we hate ourselves whenever mine gets like that it makes me absolutely ill i want to chop my entire fucking head off my whole head from the neck even when my hair gets frizzy the like hair that is the hair is it's bad it's so bad for me. <laughs> a, girl, a girl girl math is dying your hair blonde but it looks like straw as the kids would say. Okay, we have the guild. The guild is upon us. 
the guild i can feel them breathing down my neck there's a dragon oh, we have oh my god ba- okay, basically they get given a job to do a do. bunch of invitations oh. for a party i'm saying honestly i love that kind yeah of you job. would love like, that with again, a pen and just writing why do i still just love the thought of just being seated at a desk doing a tedious task over and over again i would love the this idea job. of it is great but i will tell you as someone who has done that before <sighs> grass is always greener yeah. i guess yeah, the gra- yeah here i am drooling over the thought of doing Sitting. 500 envelopes um Thank- yeah it's i also like am f- so fucking annoyed when lauren refers to george from seinfeld as the bald guy I'm just I like, mean, are you surprised? I'm just like, what's with what this What are girl? we supposed to, what am I watching? <laughs> what am I supposed to latch on to? The, the other thing, too, is um, the drama in this show is so out of nowhere. It's, magi- it's Magician Genie. Basically, randomly, Lauren's like, yeah, I have to work a party for work. And then Heidi's like, we want to come and get in. And meet- okay, you're getting us in. And then they go to the party and the friends cause like not really any commotion but the show wants you to believe that there was commotion i know i love when they do like a shot it's them just quietly boss lady having a conversation with other people looking Looking in a certain direction and we're supposed to think oh "Oh, she's seeing this happen okay i was getting cringed out at this party though because um she's still she's trying to look cool so she sneaks her friends in and she's supposed to be working and she's supposed to be blocking these three chairs that's her entire job is blocking the three chairs from anyone sitting on them and guy and it that's her main job and if she doesn't do it she's gonna be fired on monday even about it like and then her friends come in and she does this thing where and this is what would happen when people would come visit me at booster juice you're trying to be cool in front of your friends but you're also trying to not lose your job and that is so fucking cringy to me dog like this it, well it's anxiety it's anxiety i know that feeling where you're trying to like lean up against something and be like cool yeah but in your head you're like oh my god my boss is gonna fucking like you don't want to be a poindexter but you're like okay you guys are kind of like fucking me right now like the improv about this chair fiasco i really was like not she's like you guys well, you're Lauren not supposed to do sit her there one job the party's also in like a shit ass motel courtyard i was kind of like okay. we i was like we cheated something here the centerpieces like, look like they're from the dollar store i, I was um, really thinking there was a teen vogue party they went to but then they had to film this fake party on another day for sure there's no fucking i know i way. found this party dubious as well i didn't see a single um, celebrity they show them walking although in i did see i did see beach balls on a pool which everyone knows la 2000s a hollywood party is gonna have is gonna go ahead and have beach balls on they're gonna have beach balls no one's gonna touch they're gonna be floating around a pool ominously in the middle of the pool in the middle of the party (laughs) but you so you see like nicole richie and like paris and other celebs on a red carpet and then they go to this party and i'm going and, and I'm not seeing those same. I'm actually seeing very <laughs> different looking people, and the celebrities that the chairs are reserved for, they don't show up either. So <laughs> I don't, you don't think it was real. Um, and then the other thing too about this show is it just couldn't be further from where I am in my life right now. They love to party. They they're go getters. It's time for me to get what I want in my life. They love drama. They love fighting with each other. 
and I'm sitting on my couch with my chapped lips and my medical grade exhaustion just going gah I got nothing to attach myself to and on top of that Lauren and the others aren't even likable and that's the end of the hills for me now what now what is your final note on the hills because you had a more love you had a more childhood relationship with this show oh i hated it to watch it back it's really it was terrible was it worse I mean, than you I remember am, i am kind of like enticed to watch a few more episodes just out of like a six yeah 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 nostalgia yeah but um it's it's awful it's absolutely how, terrible like what would the equivalent be today like how does this get made like it it really it's like the seinfeld of reality it's a show about nothing like nothing exciting is let's happening let's not even let's not even liken it to, to that. that bald guy from seinfeld let's, let's not even let's <laughs> not even bring the bald guy and those other characters near this show with a 10-foot pole oh, it's, it, um it's like it's like in theory this show is a concept that's interesting and compelling the people itself are what is so off-putting yeah they've all had some sort of procedure done where any charm has been taken out of them and you don't care about them and then you go well then what why am i because you know why am i sitting through this Kristen is such a good example of like you know she's figured as like the villain she does some unlikable things she's kind of the bad girl Mm -hmm. but you still can feel a fondness towards her because there is a an it there's something she's got it there's there's something there it's like god it really and people are just falling no and there's nothing we are trailing off the end of this episode but it really is that is well, because we're cosplaying characters that would be exactly. In the house. It really is the mood that the show puts you in. You, go, oh, it really is like my dad died. Oh yeah, yeah. I have his funeral tomorrow. It's gonna be crazy. So many people. No, it's even less than that. It's but like, it's like that's that's how they deliver. Going out tomorrow every- night. Oh yeah, where? Oh really? I don't know yet where I want to go out. We should invite the yeah, we should invite I was the guys. Going out a different day. Let's call the guys. It's like, oh my god! <laughs> it's, it's honestly fucked. It's like a. It's got to be a Stanford social experiment or something where they're just trying <laughs> to figure out what's up. I mean, I guess it probably was the beginner of the the beginning of the influencer of like, how can we make celebrities seem more attainable? But honestly, that's all. That's that is the final fuck I have left to give on that show. And frankly, these, there's a dragon and a warlock behind me, and they're about they're about to grill me. Um, okay, well that's it for us. We love you so much. Um, thanks for joining us as we chat about the hills. Next week, I want to do. I want to start with a bang and chat about Nanalan and what I've been seeing on my TikTok feed. Um, but if you have any recos for next week, send them in. I guess, yeah. And uh, we don't have a sign-off for the show. But if we did, my sign-off would be 45 uninterrupted minutes of going, what bar do you want to go to? Mm, not sure. The one we went to last week was kind of boring. Yeah. They didn't have good drinks there either. I know. I didn't <laughs> like <drinks>. mine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 45 minutes of that, and then it trails off. It. Mine would be... A lot of people would. Hey. Hey. 
for that opportunity. Oh God. Okay, this lobot this was that was a lobotomy. That I know that actually put me into the worst. Uh, yeah, and like so subdued. May- but maybe that's drab right maybe now. that was the intention is to subdue the masses with a digital lobotomy to the point where i'm it's how covid hey, got in I, i'm not i'm not feeling like you know protesting for change after the, after that i'm feeling like a standing in line like a good little girl <laughs> oh my god it lulls it lulls you into, into submission. it lulls you into capitalist <laughs> submission ah! <Wow. laughs> okay well that's oh, it for us god. we'll talk to you guys next week we love you bye